Welcome to episode 41 of the Geek Heart Games podcast. I am Sam Suvak alongside Cody Tietrich. Cody, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. How are you doing, Sam? I'm I'm good. Um, I feel just fine. My throat is not acting up. But how is your throat? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was in a rush to eat dinner before the podcast. And so... I got these ribs from the local supermarket. <laughs> and, you know, it comes with, like, the fixings. Yeah, I like some baked beans and some potato okay. salad. Really fucking good potato salad. Like, top-notch. Uh, the beans are all right. Uh, and then these ribs. Very dry. Oh. But they had a nice spice rub on them. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Like, dry, but, you know, a little, t- little kick to them. Were uh, they tender, though? One of them was, because like, I guess they, like... <laughs> Just cut. the one. It was like t- just it was like two ribs cut together and then two ribs cut together. And so the one was very tender. Okay. And the other one was like burnt to hell. Oh and shit. And just very hard. And I was like, I can't eat anything off this really. Um and so I was like, Oh, that was, that was pretty good. Alright, that's it's a good dinner. Alright, let's get ready for the podcast. And now my throat feels funny. <laughs> like it feels like it's like tickly and like I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so Maybe well, did, this is a life lesson to not eat ribs from a supermarket. Yeah. Well, did you say you were hurrying to eat them as well? Uh, a little bit. I was kind of like, okay. okay, it's like almost almost time to record. Gotta go, gotta go quick. Okay. Well, I mean, so. I got bad news for you because you're probably going to get indigestion too from eating too fast. So oh, God. you got that to look forward you start, to. Sorry, hearing me puke on the podcast. What's <laughs> uh, going on? Well, that took a kind of gross turn. I apologize for that. <laughs> Let's, uh,. <laughs> Let's try to move on. Uh, we'll start talking about some games that we've been playing. And as we said last week, uh, that, that episode was solely focused on E3 and the kind of funny showcase. So we didn't talk yeah. about any the games. We... What? The game. What did you I say? Wow. Wow. It's, that was uh, a long time ago. Time I travel. I don't know. I have no excuse for that. It's been just a normal day. It hasn't been weird or anything. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But uh, the point was, we didn't talk about any games we played. So we've got a bunch of games to talk about today. Uh, And we're going to kick them off with Onrush, which we played last night for our community game night. And this is one of the free PS Plus games this month. It's a it's a driving game. It's not a racing game because there's there's no finish line. There's no benefit to being in first. Um, it's been described as like an Overwatch with cars because you have different classes of cars and kind of different game modes. Uh, Cody, why don't you take a take a stab at explaining this game? Yeah, so it's pretty much a racing game, but with objectives that are going on. Uh, so there's a different bunch of different objectives. I just said it was not uh, a racing game, Cody. Why are you undermining okay. me? I'm sorry. A driving game. It's a driving with game. objectives. <laughs> They're different. Um, it is. And so you're on a team versus playing against another team, uh, and there are, as Sam said, multiple cars to pick from that are almost like classes, almost because you go from like having motorcycles to like little speedy cars to kind of muscle cars to like these tanks pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and each one has a different like ability they can do, but everyone has like a boost. So they're boosting 
and then you can you get boost by doing tricks in the air by landing huge uh like jumps uh crashing into cars taking other cars out uh so yeah there's like different ways to earn boost but like the main point is to go fast and do the objective so like some of the objectives are there's like a moving control point and you have to stay inside the control point for like five seconds and the more people on your team that are in the point the better chance you have of controlling it and like it moves sporadically so like you can think like oh we almost got it oh crap it went to the right we can't get it anymore <laughs> it's so tough uh, yeah i think that's my favorite one so far because i feel like it's just kind of it's very much like oh we have to work together as a team or we're not going to get it yeah um, i don't know and then there is countdown which is both teams have a like set number of time at the start and you have to drive through these like almost like flags kind of things they call them gates so it's just like two lines setting a little area where you have to drive between them and if the more gates you hit the more time you add for your team so if like your entire team is hitting them that's great if like half your team is not not so great because your time's (laughs) gonna go by faster and it gets really intense because it can get down to like 0.32 seconds and you're like oh god we gotta get some gates soon or we're gonna lose uh there's switch where you all start on motorcycles and if you get taken out you have to move up to the next two cars and then to the next two cars and to the next two cars you only have a set number of switches before you are technically knocked out but you can still drive um yeah you're still driving and trying to take out the other team so yeah the entire point is to knock out the enemy team till they have no switches and no lives left um i think there was another game yeah it's just the regular just called boost or count uh over i believe it's called overdrive and it's just just trying to get the highest score and you get score by boosting or using your rush which we didn't mention that so you do x to use your boost which is just like your normal thing uh but as you use boost you fill up your rush meter and so when that's full you push triangle and it's like a a mega super boost and you just zoom so fast up there um and so that you get points for for using those. So those are the four. Those are the only four I think that we've played. That might be the only four that they have. So I think far. so. But yeah. Um, um, go ahead. All right, so we had our community night. It was a lot of fun. Uh, like it's just kind of it's it's one of those games that I could see like if you're just looking for a fun time with some friends, sit down, like have a beer, and like just just get drunk and have fun. Like this is such a hilarious game because of all the mishaps that will happen <laughs> oh my god um, yeah so this game uh it, it likes to keep you in the action so if you are behind where the majority of people are it will teleport you up to the front which is really cool because it you know makes you be able to have fun and stay in the game but sometimes the teleports are a little off and it'll spawn you like right in front of a wall so you crash yeah. as soon as you spawn in it's uh it's kind of hit or miss with those but uh but it's pretty fun um and like the game's very rewarding like you get a lot of experience and you level up a lot and so you get your little loot boxes um and there's a lot of cool skins for both your characters and your vehicles mm-hmm. um and they also have like when you die in the game you leave a tombstone behind and like there's a lot of cool ones like i found a hockey mask emoji <laughs> so of course i bought it and i'm using that and, um, and I've got one that's a little cat face with a mustache, which I said, you know, I don't like mustaches, but on a cartoon cat, I, I approve. So, okay. I mean, yeah. it's reasonable. Yeah. So, yeah, like I, so after the community night ended, I actually went back and played a couple games and like, there's, okay, so like 
there's a a rank. You can only play ranked right now. You can't play quick play. It says it's locked while ranked is going on, but ranked mm-hmm. lasts for like 49 more days. So I didn't understand that. <laughs> I guess it's just kind of like forcing everybody to play that. Um, and so I I do think the game has some issues. Um, like <laughs> we commented on when you get spawned into yeah. a wall. Yeah. Or if you get spawned right into someone who just popped their rush. And they were smack into you, and you're instantly dead. Yeah. Um, I think the servers are a little wonky at times. Yeah, like, we got there definitely kicked times, out a lot. Like earlier today, I had it where I joined a game. It let me select my bike, and like I was, I looked away at my phone for a second. I looked back. It was making me reselect my bike again because yeah. it had taken me out of that previous game and put me into a new game. <laughs> and I was like, okay, pick another bike. And I looked away again, I looked back up, and it was making me pick a car this time because it had done it again. And I was like, am I, just, am I stuck in this loop? Like, what's happening? Well, Luckily, that third time was the charm, and I got into a game. When we were playing uh, during our game night, there were multiple times where we started the game, and we're playing, and we're like, yeah, look out for that guy. And, like, half the team is like, wait, you guys are playing? Yes. We're still at the loading screen. Um, yeah, and one I, time that's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, waiting for players... And then, like, I can hear cars moving, and <laughs> I'm not in the game. Like, I don't know how you start a game and half the players aren't in it. It's yeah, weird. yeah, because we had it was weird because I guess the first time it, it filled our team with AI, and then everybody was able to load in. But then the next time it did it, like everybody but Cody loaded in, and then it just loaded some other randoms person in Cody's spot, so he didn't get to join in. <laughs> yeah, it did. It said like. You're not allowed to join in progress rank games, but they have mm-hmm. queued me into in progress rank games. So I don't get how that works. Yeah. Um, and I got kicked out of a game one time just in the middle of the game. I suddenly disconnected and everybody else was still in the game. So and I got you get oh, penalized yeah. if you leave a rank game early. Yeah. So I got penalized for that. <laughs> and so earlier when that like weird like, oh, make me pick a bike. Oh, restart pick another bike, restart, here's a new game, pick a car. I We won that game, but I guess because like it kept kicking me and making me rejoin that I got penalized at the end because it said I left. <laughs> and I was like, Are you, what? Like, I just won. That would have pushed me up a division. Whatever. Oh. It's a fun game. It's like, fun. It's, it's definitely not something to take like too seriously. No, not um, at all. It's just like, I feel like this game could be a lot better if the little small hitches were fixed. And I'm sure it will. Yeah. Like, I, I th- How, when did this come out? Because I know, I remember you talking about it a long time ago on the podcast. Yeah. Like, right well, when we had started. It had so a beta for a, for a while. while. Well, it had a beta, it had beta for a while. I don't know when the full release happened. Um, okay. But it's been out for a little while. And I mean, it's on, um, it's on PS Plus this month. I believe it's also on Game Pass over on Xbox. So I believe so, yes. You can play uh, it anywhere. Was gonna get it. And we were like, well, no, no, get it on PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Community night on PlayStation. Um Yeah, it's I, a it's a really fun game, and like I think the car classes are diversified enough that like if you don't enjoy one car, you can at least find another car that you really enjoy or a bike. Also, I think they really favor takedowns a lot. Because like when you get to the MVP screen, like you could have you could have done amazing objective wise, but you only had one takedown versus some guys like twelve, and they're yeah. like, yeah, they got it pretty well. Yeah, well, takedowns are fun. So what are you gonna do? They're sometimes bullshit though. Like, 
<laughs> sometimes some guy like smacks you in, on the side gently and it's like oh you've been taken out and it's like what are you talking yeah, about well and it's it's rough because i mean it, it really depends on kind of what you're driving too because like i had i had one of the, like the smaller cars and i was trying to sideswipe this bigger car and i did like nothing to it i didn't even nudge it um so it's just like well and so that's why i started playing as the tank more because i'm like i need i need that strength to to try to get some some action here um but then there was something that we played where like we all had to play motorcycles i guess it was probably the switch and then we started like having fun with those motorcycles and they're really kind of uh uh, moody I don't know you just have to be real careful with them because like you do a jump and if you're like not careful with your joystick you'll start like doing a flip and then you'll like land halfway through your flip and die um but like once yeah. you kind of get the hang of it it's really cool and then like the motorcycles are cool because you can do tricks uh when you're doing your jumps and you get extra points for that and it was just like I had a little bit of the feeling from like trials fusion because like you have to like keep your bike uh, balance just right on that too. So I started to really have fun with the motorcycles, but uh, I'm I'm really bad at this game just in general. So <laughs> it doesn't really matter what I'm driving, but I had a lot of fun while I was doing it. Uh, I did have a moment of confusion during the ranked matches because after a ranked match, it'll show you um, if you've uh, risen or fallen in your standings and. Obviously, I'm down in the brown, the bronze section because I'm not great. Uh, but because, like, I guess it makes sense that the lower stuff would be on the left and the higher levels would be on the right. But I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't reading it right. So when I first placed, I was a low king, uh, and then like I, my rank kept changing, and I went down to queen. But like in my mind, I got really excited because I was like, "Oh, a queen's better than a king!" And like I thought I had risen in rank, and I was like, "No, that's that's not how it works." I was like, "Oh, I'm kind of disappointed." Um, but yeah, that's just that's just me being me. So what what rank are you, Cody? Are you in? Uh, I. Won a couple games earlier, and I'm a Silver King in Division Four. Nice. So I think there's um, only like six divisions. Like like in the King section, there are six divisions, and then like the Queen has six. So yeah, so that's that's pretty good rank. Um, and I do like uh, the ranking seems kind of fair because like if you do really well, like even if you lose, but you got like MVP mm-hmm. or one of the top scorecard things. Um, they like they're like okay your your rank held like you did good enough that like you are not gonna get punished for this mm-hmm. and like I, I like that aspect mm-hmm. because like in other like let's say Overwatch like if you lose no matter what you're losing points so yeah yeah that's kind of nice that they're like okay like you did pretty well there so we're gonna hold your rank because I've had it where I've lost like two games in a row my rank held twice but then that third time is like okay we, <laughs> we didn't do so well that time yeah but yeah um but yeah overall like it's a fun game and then like I'm. I'm gonna play it every now and then. Like it's it's a lot yeah. of fun. Um, yeah, and also just for the record, you get so many trophies from playing this game. I think you get five or six just from doing the tutorial, which is less than ten minutes, and then yeah. they just keep on popping. Uh, and you usually can't even tell like what it's for, but it doesn't matter because you know it's a trophy. So always love a trophy. And they have some really funny and u- unique games. Like uh, I played ten games of Switch. And I I don't remember what the trophy name was called, but it was like a sentence, and I was like, "What is what is this trophy title? Like what?" <laughs> yeah, so yeah. 
I mean, it's just purely a game to have fun with, and they went out of the yeah. way to make it fun. They did a good job. So, oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, uh, thank you to everybody who joined us for the community night. Let's see if I can remember everybody's name, because we had a lot of people. Do you remember, Cody, when I asked you originally, and you were like, no, we're not going to have that many people. Nobody wants to play this game. And then you had so many people. Why are you gonna come at me like that? I, for, <laughs> I forget that we're so popular. Like we're like the number one podcast, and like everyone wants to play with us. I feel so. like what it what it is was we had so many people for Friday the Thirteenth that you didn't want anyone else to have that good of a showing because you want that to be the premier uh, friendly gaming game night. I mean, Mike did request that we do another Friday the Thirteenth. He did. He did. Yeah. All I'm saying is, there's nothing like spending a Christmas playing Friday the Thirteenth. So maybe we'll do a Christmas one. I'm joking. We could. We're not doing. It. Why not? We could, but we're not going to. There's no uh, telling. There's no telling what we might do. All right. Uh, so our buddies who joined us, special thanks to Groon, Melissa, Starry Night, and Blue Girl. They were in our early session. And then our later session, we had Mike and Shreva, Andy, and I feel like I'm forgetting Byron. something. And Byron, Byron, oh, yeah. Byron stayed with us because we because Megs was going to play with us, but she didn't. Uh, she had a, a family thing come up, uh, so she didn't get to join us. So Garoon stayed for both sessions. So, yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody who joined in. We had a great time. Hopefully we'll play more soon. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah. So moving on, but keeping kind of with the car theme, uh, I'm going to talk about a little game called Cluster Truck. No. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, so Cody had told me a while back that I should play this game. And it's available on Game Pass. So I, I downloaded it and tried it. And Cody, why don't you go ahead and explain what this game is? So it's it's kind of like a, I guess you could say a first person platformer. But the platforms are these semi trucks that you have to <laughs> jump to. Um and as you can probably guess by the, the name, Cluster Truck, there's a lot of them, and they're constantly crashing into each other. Yes. And the levels get crazier and crazier, and it's so much fun. Um, and, like, you can unlock abilities later on where like, you can get, like, a double jump or, like, an air dash. And I love this game a lot. I played it on Game Pass a long time ago and just Wait, you had Game Pass a long time ago? I, like earlier this year you know what i mean okay no um, I, th I thought you'd played it like a long long time ago i thought it was like an old favorite i didn't I know it was like this year a video of someone playing it and was like i want to try this eventually okay. but i just know it was on pc and then i saw it was on game pass that's when i tried it okay um but yeah i love this game it's so much fun like it's so because like the best part about this game is like when you know you can make a jump but then something stupid happens <laughs> and you yeah. miss the jump by like an inch and you're like, if only I could like grapple onto something. Well, like, come no, on. but you can. Like that was what surprised me. A little me. bit, yeah. You can. Like so, you say you kind of miss a jump, and so you're like right at the back of the truck. Like you can kind of somehow grab onto the back of the truck and like jump off from that. Or sometimes yeah. you can just grab a little bit on the side of the truck and and do a jump off of that. Which uh, I wasn't great at that. Sometimes it saved me. Sometimes it just made my situation worse. But uh, but it's neat that you can do that. Um, now just for the record, this is not like a side scroller. This is a, uh, kind of like an endless running one where you're kind of running towards, uh, the top of the screen, I guess, but like more 3d. Yeah. 
So, um, and so, yeah, you start out and it's, it's pretty cool. You're like, yeah, I can handle this. Um, but then stuff starts getting crazy and I, there were levels like pretty early on that like, I would just be on the same level for like 30 minutes trying to get through it. And I'm like, I don't understand why I'm having so much trouble with this one level. Uh, but the really good thing about it is like, I would say a level doesn't last more than 15 seconds at most. Would you say that? Yeah, they're pretty yeah. quick. Like the entire point is that these trucks are like barreling forward, yeah. full speed. And and so the really good thing about that is like so you die and like you just respawn pretty much immediately right at the front and you can just do it again. So it's not super frustrating and you never feel like, oh, I lost so much progress and now I have to start over. It was always just like a few seconds worth. So it's not super frustrating, although some of them I got pretty frustrated towards the end. Uh, there was one where like you're going you're going straight and then there's a fence and then you have to jump the fence and now the cars are coming perpendicular to you. And so like you kind of have to like switch direction mid jump. And that's yeah. that was the first level that I had a really, really hard time with. And I was just like doing that forever. I had a, a series uh, of days when I was just playing this, I would come home from work and I would play it while dinner was cooking uh, and just like see how far I could get. And then it was like such an amazing feeling once I finally got past the level that I was stuck on. And then like the next two or three levels, I would like just zip through them really fast. Um, so and then I did once I unlocked, I got enough stuff to unlock my first ability and I picked the double jump. And like as soon as I got that, it was a lifesaver because like you make a bad jump, but like you can do one more jump in midair and like redirect yourself towards like where a truck is coming. So that was a good one. Um, there was, <laughs> there's this one level where you're going and just all of a sudden, I guess like two sides of a mountain are kind of collapsing oh, on the yeah. road. Yeah. And so like, if you're, if you don't get through there in time, you just get squashed in that thing. And so you have to like go really fast to, to get through it. Cause like sometimes I found after playing quite a while, I found that you know, going fast isn't always the answer. Sometimes you want to take it slow. And like, if you get on a truck that's pretty stable, you just kind of stay on it for a while. And like, maybe that one is going to take you to the end of the level just without anything else going on, despite collisions that might be going on around or in front of you. Um, so you kind of just have to pay attention to like where everything's going to see what the best route is. Um, but yeah, that I, I'm pretty sure like I screamed out loud the first time those mountains squashed me because I was like, what is, <laughs> what is happening here? Um, but yeah, there are some pretty epic collisions uh, that occur in this game, just like trucks oh, yeah. upon trucks. Um, and I feel like there was one level where you're, you're kind of like up in the air and the, like, or I guess like the trucks have fallen off the road and you're like trying to jump yeah. up them to get back to safety. Yeah. There, it's some really inventive stuff. Um, the music's good. I will say, like, all that honking did get annoying after a while. Because, um, like... Yeah, I think I ended up turning the sound off eventually. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, put on some, some tunes in the background and jump on some trucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. There are some later levels that get, like, really crazy. Like, they take that, like, oh, it's suddenly you're going a different direction to a whole new level. And, like, it's a lot of fun. Um 
Yeah, it's a it's a fun game, and like it's probably pretty cheap, like almost everywhere at this point. Like it's pretty, uh, it's a game that goes on sale a lot, from what I've noticed. And so, yeah, I definitely would recommend like giving it a shot if you're just looking for something to pass the time with. Yeah, and it's it's really good for those like if you just have fifteen minutes to kill to do something, uh, you can just pop that in and hopefully play a few levels or just the one if it's a really tough level and you get stuck repeating <laughs> it a lot. So. Oh, good times with that one as well. All right, one more quick topic for our car feature for this episode, because we apparently played tons of games where you... I guess you weren't driving a car in Cluster Truck. There just happened to be cars there. Um, But so last week when I was talking about... Uh, I think it was the kind of funny showcase. I forgot to mention a game that I was excited about called Not My Car. Uh, It's all one word. Don't know why. Uh, And it was having a beta on PC last weekend. I don't know how long it lasts. Uh, Basically, this is a battle royale, but you are uh, just driving cars the whole time. You never get out of the car. And it it plays, I guess people said it was kind of like a Twisted Metal battle royale, which I never played Twisted Metal, but... Uh, it plays pretty much like a regular battle royale. You get you get dropped out of a plane and you land somewhere and there's just stuff around the map that you can go pick up. Different types of weapons that you equip to the top of your uh, the top of your car. So like you can yeah. get a machine gun or a grenade launcher and you can get two different weapons and so you can cycle through them. But there is just like a little bit of a delay when you're trying to switch your weapons because like it takes a while to switch what's on top of your car, apparently. Um, so you've got that, you've got special abilities, and then you've got um, you pick up different armor pieces and they are specific to different parts of the car. Apparently, I'm not super familiar with car parts, but like you would say armor for, uh, I don't know, the hood or something. Just, I don't know. But uh, I never got enough armor. Apparently, that was a problem. Um, did I mention I'm really bad at driving cars? Um, uh, ever? Once, once or twice. Okay. Okay. So I'm real bad at driving cars. Uh, did I ever mention that I'm really bad at Battle Royale games? <laughs> No, don't. I can't say you have. Never have. Never have. Okay. So when you get driving and battle royale together, I'm also extremely bad. Um, however, the one thing that has been true about me across every battle royale ever is I can always come in second place. And so one of my games, <laughs> I, I came in second place because uh, that's just what I do. I'm great at it. I can hide and just wait till the last the last guy's there. And I just can't win a fight to save my life, literally. Because um, this this one, I was, I was super ready for it, Cody, because... It was like this this city area and one of the buildings like had a ramp so you could just take the ramp up to the roof of the building. So I went up there and I was just kind of hanging out, okay, like waiting for the circle to close, waiting for people to come. Mm -hmm. While I was up there, I got this ability that gave me kind of a radar ping. And so I could do it and see if there were any cars nearby. And it wasn't just like a map thing. Like I would see a red outline of where they are in real life in the world. Um... 
So I was like, this is great. Like I'm going to, I'm going to totally have an advantage here. And then I had some type of like rapid fire, like Gatling gun or something that was going to be a real good gun. So I was feeling real good about it. Um, the circle was closing. So I had to get off the roof and I went and kind of hid in this corner. I was like, all right, I was doing my radar. I'm like, there's a car over there. I'm just going to hang out. Um, circle keeps closing. Enemies keep dropping until finally there's just like one guy left. And so I drive over and I'm kind of behind this, like, uh, maybe it's like a storage container or something, but I'm like undercover and I do my radar and I'm like, oh, there's the guy. He's right there. It's like, I just have to pull out and shoot him and it's going to be great. And so I do that. I pull out, I start shooting him. He's taking damage, but like he shoots me like so much more than I shoot him apparently. And I died. And I was like, ah, I was so close. That was like my greatest opportunity ever to win a battle royale. I knew exactly where he was. I had my gun ready to go and like, I still couldn't nail it. So I was just like, man, it's rough. You guys, um, but yeah, I would say if you enjoy driving at all, and I think, I mean, if you like battle royale, you should try it, but only if you enjoy driving cars and video games, um, cause like it was, you know, I'm horrible at it, but uh, it was fun for what it was. I, w- I would recommend it if that uh, sounds appealing to you. So right now I think it's so, only on PC. So, so how big is like the map? Cause you did say there was a circle, just like every other battle royale mm-hmm. game, but like, yeah, I mean, it was a decent sized map. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think you can have a hundred players at a time on it. Uh, but sometimes it started with fewer players because there weren't enough. Um, But yeah, I mean, it was a decent sized map and like a lot of time it would be a little while before I would see somebody else. Um, But again, because you are a car and you're driving, the circle wasn't like a super dangerous uh, aspect for you because like you could always drive pretty quick to to get into the next circle as long as you were paying attention. Um, It was just more of a not like a killing mechanism, more of a getting everybody gathered together so they could duke it out mechanism. So, but yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds pretty interesting. I, 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 I hope it comes to console pretty soon. And I'd love to give it a shot just because, I don't know, it seems interesting. Uh, I feel like, like I do. Oh, go ahead. I do remember playing Twisted Metal mm-hmm. uh, on the PS1 and liking it. So, I feel like I could probably like this. Yeah, and I feel with as popular as Rocket League is, I feel that a car battle royale would would have a lot of traction. So I think it has a good market. Yeah, I'm sure it'll uh, do well. Um, so yeah. Yeah. You can. I don't know if the beta is still going on. Go to notmycar.com and see if you can get in if you're interested. So, but I think that's going to do it for our car talk today, Cody. Um, yes, I believe so. All right. But you've been playing something else that, uh, quite a few different things all wrapped into one, <laughs> you might say. Um, yeah, you might, you might say that I've played <laughs> quite a few games. Uh, so after the game awards a few weeks ago, uh, that devil trigger song has been stuck in my head <laughs> nonstop. And, uh, I've been watching the Devil May Cry 5 trailers like crazy. Uh, and so I was like, well, you know what? I want to try one of these games. But I don't want to play the demo. 
because I don't want to ruin this game for me in case, like, the demo is the first story mission because I, I want to go in fresh. So let me try, because I know there's an HD collection of one through three, and then there's four on the PlayStation Now subscription thing. So I did the seven-day free trial mm-hmm. uh, because I was like, oh, I can just download them and play them. Yeah. Uh, apparently that's not the case with all the games. Uh, apparently only certain games can download. Oh, that's some bullshit, Cody. I did yeah. not know that. Luckily enough, my internet is decent enough that I can stream these games and mm-hmm. be okay. Yeah. Um, there was a little bit of lag. Uh, I will say, I think... So, the Devil May Cry 1 through 3 HD collection came out on PS3. And then they re-released it on PS4. But, like, they didn't update anything. Mm. It's just the PS3 one. So, like, they supplement that by being like, okay, well, obviously we don't have the select and the start button on the PS4 controller. So, the touchpad, the right side touchpad is start. The left side touchpad is select. So that's, that's how they got around. That's stupid that. because you've got the options button that can serve as one of them, and then the whole touchpad could be the other one. Really. Yeah. So somebody um, wasn't thinking that through. Or I just didn't care. So prior to starting these games, I watched a couple of videos because I was like, I don't know the story of Devil May Cry at all. Like, I don't know any of these characters. Let's find some stuff out. Um, so every video I watched pretty much told me, don't play two, like save two for last. So I played Devil May Cry 1, 3, and 4. Not through, like all the way through. I just tried them out. Like got to through the first couple levels and was like, all right, on to the next one. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Uh, so those ribs, they're coming back to, to they're bite They're coming you. back, coming to hurt me. Uh, so Devil May Cry, for the most part, is about Dante, who is a half-human, half-demon. Uh, he runs a demon hunting uh, service called Devil May Cry where the name comes from. Yeah. Uh, and so while watching these YouTube videos, I discovered that like this apparently was planned to be a follow-up to Resident Evil and then they took it and made it its own series. Well, because you know like, what happened. Oh, cool. In Resident Evil, I think it was for Resident Evil 4, they were coding the game and the way they coded it, they had this glitch where you would attack an enemy and like shoot them and they would pop up in the air and you just keep juggling them in the air. And they were like, this mm-hmm. is this is not OK for a Resident Evil game, but it's really cool. And so they decided to use that in the Devil May Cry game. Fun fact for you. OK. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, yeah. So like. I started streaming the HD collection. I was like, all right, well, I'll start with one. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I, for some reason, thought this series was supposed to be, like, super serious. Uh, <laughs> no, not at all. The opening bit is Dante fucking eating a pizza and a motorcycle crashes through the wall, and he's cracking jokes about it, being like, the toilet's in the back. Um, did you? So, how yeah. did you think it was serious? Did you not remember the time I played it and you were on the party chat with me? I... Well, you played DMC. Yeah. The, like, reboot with Ninja Theory. So I was like, okay, maybe that's... <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was super serious and it was not, but I was in for it because Dante is a fucking awesome character. <laughs> um, so I tried playing the first game and here's the issue with going back and playing an old school game. <laughs> uh, it's not for Cody when the camera is fucking dog shit. Because it does that thing that cameras do where like 
in older games where when you're walking in one direction and they want you to see something else, they turn the camera. Mm-hmm. And when they do that, the control swap. So if you continue holding the button, oh. you end up turning yourself around. Mm-mm. And that was a little frustrating. Yeah, I hate um, that. Also, the combat at the start of Devil May Cry 1, I didn't enjoy too much. Um, I think that has more to because they were using PS3 controls and the PS4 controller. And I granted, controllers are pretty much similar for the most part. Yeah. It's just, I felt like I didn't know, like, there's no tutorial, so I didn't know what to do. So I was kind of figuring it out as I learned. Um, but I, I played it for a couple hours and I was like, all right, well, I'll skip two. Let me go try three. <laughs> And three starts similar to how one starts, where he is. Well, this time he got, apparently just got in the shower, so he's shirtless. But he's eating the pizza, and some dude shows up. And he's like, "Oh, I have an invitation from your brother." And I'm like, "Oh, Dante's brother? What the fuck?" Um, and he's like, "I wonder what the invitation is." And then these dudes with scythes appear out of nowhere, like seven of them, and they <laughs> stab Dante. Oh, and I was like, "Okay, well." He's a demon, so this isn't going to hurt him. So he, like, walks up to the juice box and, like, is, he's like, let's get this party started and keeps, like, pressing the button and nothing happens. <laughs> and so he ends up smashing it and some, like, rock and roll song comes on. And he's like, let's rock and roll. And then this is the tutorial. Like, it's just blaring music and you beating up these weird demons. <laughs> and I was pretty in. I was like, all right, like, I'm, I'm in for this. This is a pretty cool series. Um, so I tried out this morning. I played Devil May Cry 4. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, try it out one, try it out three, let me try out four, and then I'll eventually try out two pretty soon. Uh, because apparently two, like chronologically, it goes like one, three, four, and then two, I want to say, is what I read. Okay. Because two apparently is taking place like right before five. Okay. Apparently. And I'm glad I played four because now I know who the one character is with the robot arm in the Double oh. Cry Five trailers. Okay, who is that? That is Nero. Mm-hmm. He uh, is also he's either in, also infused with the blood of Dante's father, or he's also another kid of Dante's father. Because <laughs> like you start four and you're like, oh, there's Dante. Why does he have a robot arm? Or it's like a demon arm in this game. Okay. Um, I guess he loses it halfway through the game. Because uh, they look legitimately similar. Like Dante shows up and Nero is like looking at him. And I'm like, how are you not like being like, man, you look a lot like me. Like, what's going <laughs> on? Um, so, yeah, Nero has this like demon arm. And like, so that makes for some interesting combat stuff. Uh, because like, Similar to Dante, you have a giant sword, and then you have a hand cannon, mm-hmm. pretty much. Whereas Dante has a giant sword and two pistols. So I was like, okay, cool, similar. But then Nero gets the added benefit of this arm, and I want to say they call it like the Devil Buster. Yes, uh, that sounds right. Y- yeah. And so pretty quickly, you can use the Devil Buster to like pull enemies close to you. And you can follow up by doing like an uppercut and then slamming them into the ground, which does a ton of damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then like five minutes after they show you this, they show you that this arm becomes a grappling hook. Mm-hmm. And Sam, there are a few like movement abilities in video games 
that make me go, fuck yeah, this is awesome. And grappling hooks are one of them. I fucking love grappling hooks <laughs> so much. So I was just like, cool, where do you want me to go? Oh, I can grapple hook there? Away we go. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I am not going to play the Devil May Cry 5 demo, but I am sold on this game. Uh, I think the world is really cool. I do want to see if I can sit down and finish one of these games. Uh, I probably will do four just because like, graphically it feels better mm-hmm. and then controlling wise i think it plays better than the hd collection does on playstation now uh also four was the only one where i wasn't having like i want to call it like hitching issues where like mm-hmm. randomly like the screen would like get these gr- gray bars across it and like stuff would slow down and four was the only one that didn't do that but one and three did so that count was kind of rough uh I I feel like that could be just like the day in the luck of the internet that day. So yeah, yeah. So like this journey through Devil May Cry universe for Cody was a lot of fun. Uh, but you actually did play the Devil May Cry, Cry Devil May Cry Five demo. I did. And talk to these ribs. Um, <laughs> what were your thoughts on it? Um. So so like we said, I played the DMC uh, remaster that Ninja Theory made. And I had a lot of fun with it, um, but, like, I reached the point where I was like, yeah, I think I'm done. Um, Because, like, a lot of the game is just, you know, trying to get your combos in the combat. Uh, And those games just kind of, like, I get get kind of tired of the combat after a while. Like, this summer I bought Bayonetta because I was like, yeah, it's like Devil May Cry, it'll be great. And it was, but I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just not super into it. So uh, Devil May Cry, oh my God, neither of us can say this. Devil May Cry 5, I still can't. Cray, Cray. Devil May Cry, it's, it's Cray, this game. Um, Devil May Cry 5 demo, uh, it plays similar to what you would expect from a Devil May Cry game. Um, so yeah, you are playing as Nero and you've got the little robotic arm which that's good to know because like i didn't understand why he had a a robot arm um but yeah it it can do kind of grappling where it pulls enemies to you uh you've got a sword you've got a gun i i felt like i don't feel like this was the first mission i feel like this was just like a little snippet to to get a feel for what's going on and just the like the base enemies that i was fighting they took like a lot of damage before they died and it was just kind of a horde of them. And so I was kind of getting bored of it like pretty quick from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got to the end and there was a boss. And the boss was fantastic looking. This character design was was great. Uh, I think the, the monsters in this game are going to look really good. Um, but he was hard, hard, hard to to fight and uh i ended up dying a couple times and then i was like yeah i think i'm done i don't i don't need to finish him because like it's probably the end of the demo after him so i'm like no i'm good um i didn't i didn't really think that i would get the devil may cry 5 game when it came out because like i'd I'd had my fill with the dmc version um and my mind hasn't been changed so (laughs) but i'm glad you're excited by it um and i feel like you know, you probably would definitely like it more because you liked the God of War games, the original ones. Yeah. And I feel the combat is is similar to that. So I think you'd like it. And just, yeah. like, the style and the personality of the games are really fun. So, yeah, yeah, that'd be good. 
So. Yeah, when playing one, three, and four, I was definitely like, okay, like, yeah, I get, I see the point of like, you got to build up your combo, because uh, mm-hmm. it was. Because it kind of mixes, like, God of War, like, combat with, like, Resident Evil's, like, at the end of the mission, you get, like, score uh, mm-hmm. based on how you did with everything. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I did, I forgot to mention this, I did get to a boss fight in Devil May Cry 4. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the boss fights are fucking amazing in this series, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I fought some, like, flaming demon centaur creature and <laughs> it was a lot of fun like and it definitely reminded me of like a god of war boss fight i was like okay cool yeah um, it feels like the bosses are usually gigantic and you have to like just yeah. be nimble and get around and do stuff to defeat him so yeah um so i think so i i, I may have just missed this at the game awards after i don't know if they were showing this during when they were singing double trigger but, like, there was a trailer attached to the Game Awards for Devil May Cry. Did I just miss it? Or did you also see it? I feel like I saw it, but I don't remember really. I, I saw it on YouTube last night. Yeah. And so, so like, they've been showing, like, Nero, and I guess there's another character. who I don't know who the other character is. I couldn't get anybody to tell me who that was. But they showed off Dante fighting. And Dante shows up on this motorcycle lands rips the motorcycle apart and is using the two ends of the motorcycle to beat demons to death and i was like sold you got me i'm in yeah like this game seems very like really good uh my only complaint throughout all three of those games and what i watched on trailers is in four this character showed up her name is gloria She's kicking the shit out of these demons. Mm-hmm. And like she's just beating the hell out of them. And I was like, cool, it was a cool cutscene. And then randomly, they decided to give me a like a real close-up shot of her inner thighs. Yeah. Like real in there. Mm-hmm. I was like, alright. Hopefully Devil May Cry 5 is not like this. Because oh. like, I don't Did they do that in the demo? Like uh- not so much in the demo, but I just feel like personality-wise for the game as a series, I feel you should expect it to be very over-sexualized. Like, the DMC yeah. game that I played, like, the intro credits, like, I was at a strip club, and there were, like, ladies dancing, oh, okay. and, like, Dante takes two ladies home to his trailer, and, like, it's, yeah, yeah. So weird. So weird. I don't need to my video games. I'm here to kill demons. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, I don't weird, know what to weird, tell weird. you. Um, I guess, I mean, I can look past that. The game was fun. So hopefully. But uh, we'll, we'll talk more about uh, yeah. the May Cry 5 later. So. Not later today. Later when the game comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the well, record. Maybe later today. No, we're not talking about it later today. We're going to get it all out right now. <laughs> I can't tell if you're like making a face or something. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. So let's move on to something pretty as different from Devil May Cry as you can get, I would say. Um, Quarantine Circular is a new game by Mike Bithel with Bithel Studios, I think is what it's called. And this was shown at the Kind of Funny Showcase. And he was one of the 
first backers for kind of funny and so like he was really involved with the showcase and being supportive and stuff and it it was a real nice little we love you you love us type message that they shared which was cute um and so this was this was on i don't know if it was on sale or if it's just the price it was it was six dollars on the switch uh it's a short game and so i was like you know i don't know the trailer didn't really show much it seemed like it'd be a story-based game uh but i wanted to check it out so i got it and um fun fact he all bithel studios also has a game called i think it's called subsurface circular and i almost accidentally bought that one and then i was like wait that's not right so um i don't know why their games all tend to have circular in the title but um after playing this one, I might play the next one and see what it, what it was like. Um, so basically, uh, this this game takes place on uh, an aircraft carrier, and it's just kind of kind of still uh, imagery, and there's just an interface in the middle where you're seeing a text log of the dialogue between various people, and you start out as um, I forget what this guy's name is, but he's the kind of translation specialist and so he's going to set up the translation services to talk to this person that's in air quotes uh and it's interesting because like he's talking to this person and getting stuff settled and if you're looking at the imagery like it's real clear that this person is an alien but like the way that you're talking to them makes it like like, maybe he doesn't understand that it's an alien, or maybe he's just being polite. I don't know. It was a little weird at first, but real clear that you're talking to an alien here. Um, and so as as the game goes on, you're, you're finding out that they've kind of captured this alien, and they're talking to it and trying to... Different people have different viewpoints about what they should do with this alien and how it's influencing things in their world right now. And you get to play as different characters uh, throughout the throughout the game. Like each chapter, you kind of control a different person in the dialogues. And at one point, you do get to control the alien, so it's really cool. Um, and I don't know, man. Like, I don't want to spoil it because it's really short. Um, and it's a really interesting, good story. And... Basically, you know, stuff comes down to like, do you think this alien is trying to help humanity or are they here to do bad things? And what are you going to do with the characters that you're controlling at a certain time to to influence how this situation resolves? And um, there's like you get to make a few decisions throughout and mm -hmm. it those I mean, they seem like they're kind of important, but you're like, I don't know, you know, whatever. And then you get to the end and you find out that like stuff that you decided very early on was very important. And you can definitely not get the ending that you want if you did something incorrectly uh, at the beginning. So um, I don't know. I don't I don't. It's it's a really cool story. The quarantine circular uh, kind of has at least a double meaning for things that are happening in the game and I would I very much enjoyed it I think everybody should go check it out if you like a good story and if you like to you know just think about things in the world uh like I said it's only six dollars it's on the switch and I'd say it was probably like an hour and a half less than two hours would be my guess for how long it, it took to play um 
but just like it's a it's a really good job of storytelling. So I recommend it highly. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm about to try that out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Six dollars. It's a. I remember when we saw the trailer, I was just like, I don't seem interested in this, but you, what you just told me to do, I'm now very interested in it. So well, and like the, the really cool stuff about it, it's like stuff that they wouldn't want to give away in the trailer. So like I can understand yeah. now like why the trailer was kind of the way it was, uh, but hopefully people will be intrigued enough with it to to look into it and be like, yeah, let's see what this thing's about because it's it's really cool. It has some some cool stuff going on in it. So, yeah. All right, Cody, I feel we've got one more game to talk about. What you yes. been playing? So I've been getting this ad on like all my YouTube videos <laughs> lately for this game called Dragalia Lost. And it's a action RPG on the cell phone. So I was like, okay, let's give this a shot. Because I've been looking for like a phone game I want to play. So it's the way you do movement is you drag your finger across the screen and where you drag your finger, your character goes. I was like, okay, cool. And you tap it. And that's how you do combat. I was like, all right, simple enough. Um, the story is pretty much you are a prince and you've been assigned to go to this forest where the spirit of this dragon lives. And you are trying to get the dragon to bestow his powers upon you. But he's just a spirit. And... He's not like a living dragon anymore. He may be, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Because some, before I ended up rage quitting, which we'll talk about uh -oh. in a second. Oh, no. Um, so you go into the forest, and then, like, they're kind of like, it's the tutorial, and they're teaching the game pretty much. Uh, and so, like, I guess the point of this game is it's an ARPG, but you also have an ally system. So, like, your sister shows up, and their sister has this, like, fairy creature. And so she's kind of your ally uh, at the start. And so you go through and you're fighting these like weird like shadow creatures. And then this woman shows up and she looks similar to your sister. And that'll tie into a second. And you're like, yeah. okay. And so this is kind of like your first boss fight. And like, it's pretty much one of those boss fights where like you can't lose. Like, yeah. Because if you get hit, your sister is a healer. So she heals you. Nice. Um, and then your character randomly calls out to the dragon spirit and is like, bestow your powers upon me. And the dragon does, but apparently only for a split second. So you can, I guess the main point of this game and the whole Dragalia part of this comes mm -hmm. into play with this is your super move is you turn into a dragon and get all new abilities, Oh, which is pretty cool. Like, so I turned into this giant green dragon and I was just wrecking house. And I was like, okay, cool. How how does the time. combat work? Are you just like tapping the screen or something? Yeah, you just tap the screen okay. for like your basic auto attacks. So like with mm -hmm. a dragon, you're just bringing fire. And then in the bottom right hand corner of your smartphone, um, there's like a set of buttons. So like as the human form, my character only had one attack but when i turned to the dragon i got three attacks so i could tap it and like i could do like a cone uh, i could fly up and like gust my wings cool stuff mm -hmm. um then the dragon takes the power away from me and it's just like if you would like more of it you need to come find me at my castle so and i was like so he's like a drug dealer he gives you like a little bit and he's like oh you like that come get some more yeah and so i was like well wait a minute isn't he a spirit why does he have a castle i'm so <laughs> confused whatever um 
And so you're going through and you're about to leave the forest and this woman shows up again. And it's a cutscene. And the cutscenes are pretty well done. It's like this mm-hmm. kind of like chibi animated kind of thing. And your my character attacks her and cracks the mask she has on. Mm-hmm. And the mask falls off. And lo and behold, it is in fact your sister. And she's like, no, you weren't supposed to see who I was. And then jumps to this portal. So there is some element of time travel, I think, to this game. So wait, wait. The the boss lady that looked like your sister, but then she was your sister wearing a mask to look like your sister? Yes. Oh, no, she wasn't wearing a mask to look like my sister. She was the sister. But I think she was from the future because she made comments about, like, uh, I have to stop you. I'm running out of time. Stuff like that. Okay. So I think something happens. I think this drug dealer dragon... <laughs> isn't a good dragon uh, <laughs> so after that whole debauchery another cutscene plays where like you see what happened before the game started which is like your father so apparently in this world to become a ruler you have to be invoked with the dragon spirit's power or you cannot be a ruler uh, and so your father is like go out and get the dragon power from this forest and I will make you the ruler of that forest it's like, okay, cool. So that mission ends, and it gives you like some points and stuff. And you're like, okay, go unlock some characters. It's like, the whole point is build a party. So I do that. It's like, all right, go, go start some more missions. So I go start the next mission. It was like, this mission is 1.2 megabytes to download. And I was like, what? So I click it, and I start the mission, and I go through, and I beat the mission. I'm like, cool, go to the next mission. This, this mission will cost 1.3 megabytes to download. <laughs> and I'm starting to see a trend here. And I'm like, okay, hold on. What the fuck's going on? Yeah. And so I, I read the fine print. And it's like, or you can do a cluster download and just download everything. So I go to do that. And so you can choose between doing, you can either download all the game, which was like almost two gigs. Yeah. Or you can download it without the voice Audio, uh, the voice pack because there is voice acting in this game it's pretty well done yeah it's like 1.2 gigs so i do the voiceless because obviously i don't want to download all that yeah. I, don't, I don't care that much about voice acting in this game it's a mobile game so i do that and i go to click on the mission again and it's like this mission is going to cost 0.36 megabytes to download and i was like fuck this <laughs> this is not how you make a game no and i just i deleted it off my phone <laughs> like that is just no like if i download the game at the start just download everything don't make me download missions yeah it doesn't make sense that's some bullshit especially if you were like uh, you were off like traveling or something and like you didn't have yeah internet connection you don't want to have to use your data to download this stuff that's bullshit yeah it was infuriating like i was like this is such a poor and like i was like what is the point of this like why would you not just download the entire game when i downloaded you from the store like i don't even know the idea behind it like I, I so jagalia lost is a pretty interesting like <laughs> a lot of stuff going on like time travel drug dealer dragons some interesting combat and movement it's just bogged down by these bullshit downloads every time you want to play a mission and is it free to play 
Yeah, it's free to play, and like there is like a lot of microtransaction stuff that they push at the start a little bit. Because after you like beat the first mission, they're like, "Oh, here's a free cluster of like dragon gems. Go unlock an ally." And it's like, oh, would you like to buy more of these okay. for 99 cents? And I was like, no, like, come on. It's like three minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, that really soured me. Like, I deleted the game after that. I was like, no, I don't want to keep downloading stuff. You already. And I was like, well, I wonder if I had just downloaded the full, like, two gigabyte thing. Yeah. Would it still make me download stuff? I feel like it still would have. It just would have been, like, 0.15. It was just stupid. I was like, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. There's plenty of other games to play. Yeah. So. I was like, all right. On to trying to find another mobile game to play. Because Dragalia Lost is not it. Um, you should try Game of Thrones Conquest, I think. Yeah. Because I downloaded that, okay. but I haven't tried it yet. Because I just don't like playing mobile games. But you should try that one. And there's also an Assassin's Creed mobile game. So you should oh yeah, try there was those. an Assassin's Creed game. I do want to try the Assassin's Creed game. It does yeah. look kind of cool. Try those and report back. Let us know. Maybe you'll find a good mobile game. So... We'll start having a little mobile game corner of the show. We could. Speaking of recurring corners, it's not really a corner. Um, let's jump into a quick Destiny download. So we haven't checked in on Destiny in a, a while. Um, so the Black Armory season pass has come out and the Dawning is live now. Um, so the Black Armory, that. It had some controversy when it launched. Um, <laughs> people, uh, people were strongly on one side or the other about this. Uh, so this was this is not your typical story DLC content like Destiny has been releasing in the past. Uh, this, I'm sorry, it's the annual pass, and it gives you. All right, Cody, why don't you explain this? Because, like, I still, yeah. I don't even know. You get to do some forges. You get some weapons. Um, uh. All right. So, usually, so here's the thing. In Destiny 1, they had these big story packs. And the issue was, is that story packs would come out. And after a few months, there would be no content until your next story pack. Like, in between the Taken King and Rise of Iron, for a while there, there wasn't a lot to do. Like, once you did everything, there wasn't really much to do until, like, leading up until Rise of Iron, they introduced, like, how we had Souls of Heroes for season, and the year one. Um, and so, like, I think based on the reception for Destiny 2, like, Curse of Osiris was not well-received, because it was pretty much like, oh, we paid $20 for this, like, really not-so-good story, and a very boring, like... The prophecy weapon thing was not fun. Uh, Warmind was a little bit better, but like there's still a lot of complaints about the story, how short it was and stuff like that. So I think the idea Bunchy had here was, well, people didn't like this. Let's supplement that by not focusing on the story. Let's put all our resources into these end game, this end game content for the game. And I was like, to me, I was like, cool, that sounds great. Because, like, if it just gives more content for people joining the game to end up playing eventually. The issue was, is that the Black Armory launched with one forge active. And the, the idea is, like, over these weeks, like, new stuff is happening. Like, the first week we had two forges and the raid drop. And this week we had the dawning. 
issue was day one of the DLC, the forge was locked behind a 610 to 630 uh, light level. So anybody below 600 was not getting into this thing and finishing it. And even if you were at 600, you weren't going to do it right away unless you were a diehard hardcore player who just knew everything to do. And for the record, 600 had been the level cap. Like you couldn't have you couldn't yeah. have been higher than that until the DLC dropped and that's when the cap was raised. Um, yeah. And and so like I I think they could have done a little bit better just being like, hey, this is like what you should expect and stuff. I wasn't I wasn't angry about it. I was like, okay, like it kind of sucks. Uh, I think what they should have done was made the first forge about 580 to 600. Yeah. And subs- like subsequent ones should have been the 610 to 630. Because like, while Black Armory is adding all this new gear, it's coming at a slow pace. And I think people are just used to like, when Curse of Osiris dropped, like, oh, hey, here's new armor, here's new guns. Like, we got a little bit of that. Not so much in the armor department, because the only armor currently, new armor in the game is from, you get one piece from Ada every week, and then you can get it from the new raid. Not everybody's going to do the raid, and, like, to get the gear from Ada, you have to complete two of these weapon frames. And so, like, on top of the forges being added, we'd have a new, a new uh, vendor named Ada1. She runs the Black Armory. Uh, with little story we get with her, I have some complaints about because one, they are saying that this black armory thing has been in the tower, this newly constructed tower that I don't know how she got in, but okay. Two, she's like, I hate guardians. Get out of here. Oh, what's that? The spider gave you a little greeting card for me. Works. We're good. We're Gucci. Like we can, we can hang out. Granted, she is still kind of mean to us. It's just like, I feel like th- there could have been a little bit more there. Like maybe we'd still have to earn her trust. Uh, and she seems like a really cool character. So it's it's disappointing that there's not a whole lot of story with her. So Yeah. And so like, I see the outrage on one side. Cause like, you know, you want, you paid money for this. You want to be able to do the content right away. And you couldn't do that unless you grind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they'll take this. And they ended. They did do a small fix where they dropped the first Forge's light level by 5. So it was like 605, 615, 625 was the levels of the Forge. Because the Forge is this new activity where you go in. It's like a horde-based mode uh, where you kill enemies. You kill these blue enemies. You get time added onto a clock. And when you kill the blue enemies, they drop these batteries. And you got to throw the batteries at the Forge to charge it. And after three waves, an enemy comes down, and it's a pretty tough boss. And when you kill it, you get uh, Black Armory exclusive weapons. Uh, you can charge up these weapon frames that Ada gives you to make really powerful guns. And I, I think the forges are a lot of fun. Sam, you, you never got to, you haven't been able to do one because of your 
too low of light, correct? Yeah, like I was only about 5.15, I think, when this dropped. Because, um, like, I just I haven't been playing Destiny very much. I just haven't felt the draw for it. Uh, because once you hit 500 and then to try to get up to 600, it was pretty slow going. Um, now that the new cap has been raised, they've changed stuff to make you get to 600 faster. And then I think it slows down again once you get to there. Uh, but I just like I haven't felt the desire to grind in Destiny. I'm like, uh, since they made the changes to Crucible, I haven't enjoyed it as much. And I just haven't. There's a weird noise. Okay, I don't know. Um, so I haven't had a huge desire to play it. So when the annual pass came out, like I'd been real skeptical about this. I was like, I don't know if I want to get this. I don't understand what it's going to be. Uh, but then once it was out, I was like, well... I support Bungie and I support Destiny 2 and I want them to keep making stuff. So I guess I'm just going to buy one just to be supportive and I'm probably not going to like it. Um, it turns out I didn't like it. Um, I don't, I didn't, I didn't really know what to expect from the forges. I thought it would be, you know, something more like a strike. I didn't know it was going to be a horde, uh, situation like escalation protocol. Um, so I'm, I'm not super excited for that um and i just i don't know i feel like i feel like they destiny has decided that what they want to do is continue making the in-game content for the die-hard fans the people who do like to grind who do like to work hard and play every day and who like to do the really hard content um and so for the more casual players i feel like they're not as concerned about that anymore and so we're kind of falling to the wayside and like a lot of this stuff isn't really made for us uh so i guess not really made for me because i don't I'm not the the oh. hardcore type, uh, so I'm just like, eh. I played the uh, respectfully, Sam. Okay. I, I think there is a difference because you can be a casual player and you still could have been close to 600. Um, I think you just didn't want to play Destiny, and so you have not gotten very far. Because like, oh, it is like you just do the powerful rewards and you you get pretty good drops like yeah at the start of forsaken it was rough but like as it went on you got more stuff like with the dreaming city rotating each week and stuff like that you had more stuff to do yeah i just um, get frustrated because like let's say i'm level 520 and you know i'm, I'm my powerful gear is going to give me higher stuff but like mm -hmm. i'm still getting drops that are like 505 I'm like, why am I getting something so low? Like, why am I not getting stuff closer to where I am? Because, like, it's it's just pretty much useless. And so, like, I would just get frustrated getting such low stuff. And just, like, it didn't feel rewarding to me. Um, and I just, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. Just something I've, I've, I was telling Jess, I, I've a little bit fallen out of love with Destiny. And that's happened before. And I came back. So I'm sure I will come back again in the future. But right now I'm just kind of like, meh, I don't know. It's it's fine. And then like the other night we we had fun. We had you, me, Andy, and Starry. We were playing some Gambit and we were teamed up. And we ha I had a good time with that. Yeah. Um, but like I just don't, I don't know. 
Like I right now, I love playing Battlefield Five. I can just go in there and play that for hours and hours. And like I, I want to play it, and I don't feel that draw with Destiny right now. So it's just like meh. I don't know. To each their own. Um, I was excited for the dawning, which just started, because uh, you get to bake cookies, and then also you can get the really cool sparrow that looks like uh, Santa's sleigh. Um, but I don't. I guess I. I don't know what I expected on that either. Uh, there's no real story to that. You just go and kill enemies, and they drop ingredients, and then you use the ingredients to I mean, to on. make there's cookies. There's a story. Eva Levante wants to bring holiday cheer by destroying her enemies. That's that's a story. Yeah. And bake delicious treats and bring them to all our friends, except for Brother Vance and Osiris, because fuck them, all right? All right. No, no, we talked about this, okay? <laughs> Osiris is lost in the infinite forest. You're not finding him to give him cookies, okay? His cookies would spoil before you found him. And then Brother Vance is kind of a jerk, so that that's his own problem. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Back, let's backtrack a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do think it makes sense for them to be making this endgame content because, like, Forsaken's been out for three months. And if you stuck with the game, you should be relatively close. I do think they made some missteps to start. I hope they are looking at that and they're like, all right, well, when Season of the Drifter comes out, we need to be smarter about that. Like, let's make the day one content available for everybody at around the light cap. Um, I like the dawning. Like, I think it's a lot of cool. It's the stuff to do and stuff. It's really cool. It's here till January 1st. Uh, it brought with us the multiplayer emotes, which are new to the game. So you can high five, you can do a chest bump, uh, high five, chest bump. What was the other one? Fist bump, also. Fist bump. And um, fun fact that you should know: you don't have to own those emotes uh, in order to participate. If somebody has the emote and initiates it, you can just walk up to them and reciprocate. You do not have to have the emote. So save your bright dust. Don't be like me and go buy yeah. the emote because you think you have to have it. So. so yeah it's, it's a lot of cool stuff and like it's i don't know it's kind of funny to be baking cookies in this game um yeah and they're funny I ingredient it, names and stuff so i mean it's oh, yeah. you know it's playful and fun yeah um i do think i don't know like i would have just liked also to get black armory stuff as well as the dawning this week like after we have to wait till next Tuesday to get another forge, uh, and I think after that there's nothing until like the beginning of January for Black Armory because the following week during Christmas is going to be Iron Banner, uh, which is cool. I love Iron Banner, but like I don't know, kind of just like more stuff to do, uh, more weapons to get out there. I, and I still haven't done the new raid. Like I'm been, I want to wait till I'm like closer to six fifty, just because I don't want to go in there and get destroyed. Um, but I have watched a lot of stuff from it, so I am interested in it. Overall, for the most part, I am having fun with Destiny. Like I, I guess I am a hardcore player, so like I was already at six hundred on like almost all my characters. Uh, mainly, I've been playing my Titan, and so I've been having a lot of fun. I think the forges are fun. They're just kind of, they're not as high stress, in my opinion, as like Escalation Protocol was. They're just kind of like go in, kill some stuff. 
Crowds focus the boss and burn it down. I feel like it was super high stress because, I mean, we went in there and we were underprepared. But, like, that, you have very little time and that counter is counting down and you have to go gather the things and stick it in there. And, like, you only get a couple seconds added on. I feel like that countdown is super stressful. Yeah, at the start it was. But I don't know, at this point where I am right now in my light level. Okay. It's, I don't know, I'm not that worried about it. Because um, I feel like at the start, we wanted to get it done because like, we want to know, okay, what happens afterwards? And at this point, I know yeah. what happens afterwards. Like, I, I get a weapon for cool. Um, it's, I do hope that, because two forges are unlocked, and it's pretty much the same thing, except for one is Cabal, and one is Fallen. I do hope there is eventually, like, a maybe a heroic mode that changes up the mechanics, or hopefully the other labs, or not labs, forges, are different mechanics. And then there is a thing called Niobe Labs coming soon. I hope that's just something differently entirely. Like, I hope that's something cool to do. But for the most part, I'm enjoying Black Armory. I did go get the Gambit Pinnacle Weapon, Breakneck. Uh, it's an auto rifle that comes with Rampage and a new perk called Onslaught, where the more stacks of Rampage you have, the faster it fires. And let me tell you, when you get into a group and there's a bunch of red bars in front of you, that thing melts because you get one second rampage and there's no looking back. You are just unloading that gun into enemies. Um, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I'm working towards the strike one, which is a fusion rifle. That thing, the people who got that in the first week, uh, I, I, I hope you kiss your wife every day because like, good Lord, uh, that's that's something. Good God, I, I don't know how people did that in the first week. Like 500 fusion rifle kills in a strike, 1,000 arc kills in a strike, and then 40 strikes. I'm like, I like strikes. It's going to take me a little bit to get there. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know. I think overall, like, if you're, if you're on the fence about buying the annual pass for this content, I would say wait till you're 600. Because, uh, actually... The light level increase was free to everybody who owes Forsaken. So, buy it when you're like 620, maybe. Just play the game. <laughs> yeah, because um, you, can, you can't do anything stuff. with it if you're if you're not up yeah. there. So it's just um, a waste. Um. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll talk later on in the show about some stuff that uh, I think is working against Destiny for me currently right now. But uh, yeah. Black Armory, um, one thumbs up right now. Okay, great. Let's move on to some news. Um, so, we've got a couple stories about Epic Games. First up, Epic Games is making their cross-platform toolkit available for free to developers everywhere. So, this is really cool because, uh, you know... Fortnite has been at the forefront of trying to get cross-play between all platforms, uh, specifically PlayStation, because PlayStation does not like to play with other people. Um, and they, they built the game so it was ready to go. They accidentally, accidentally, in quotes, turned it on once. Um, so, yeah. so they've got it ready to go. This is something that, that can happen, but there's, you know, that's a complicated thing. There's a lot of stuff out there. So the fact that they are making their technology available for free to everybody is kind of kind of astounding, really. Um, yeah. But it's just like good for them because they truly want everybody to be able to play together. Um, 
And I, I think it's just like a really cool thing that they're doing. Uh, another thing that they are doing is they talked about this at the Game Awards. They're launching the Epic, uh, excuse me, Epic Game Store. So this is a pretty much a direct competitor to Steam. It's a place where you can uh, go and download your PC games. And the cool thing about this, let me check my notes. Um, so right now, Steam charges approximately 30% uh, a 30% fee to developers if you want to release your game on Steam. Now, the Epic Game Store has said that they're going to charge 12% to developers if they release their game on the Epic Game Store. So pretty much this is just the absolute best deal for a game developer right now is to release their game on Sam, Sam, yeah. I have a some breaking news. Um, oh. uh, apparently the Discord store, a other competitor to Steam, has just come out and said that they're gonna do a 90-10 split with developers. So what? Oh my god, you guys, you heard it here first. This this is unbelievable. So now developers only have to pay 10% if they want to release their game on the Discord store. There, This is just amazing. There are so many options for game developers these days that uh, this is just fantastic. So for the longest time, Steam has pretty much held a monopoly on, on the PC game uh, launcher and downloads. So it's really cool that developers suddenly have all these other options coming up. Um, and hey, if, if these companies can afford to to give developers that much, that's fantastic. So I think it's a good time yeah. to be a game developer. Cody, we need to get on some game developing. So Yeah, we're going to design some games. Um, yeah. I do wonder if this uh, pushes at a GOG. I forget what that stands for. Uh, that game store, I wonder if that pushes them to have a different uh, yeah, well, poor poor GOG. We didn't even talk about them because, like, they they are a competitor to Steam. They're out there. Um, I feel like I feel like I want to say good old games, but I don't think that's correct at all. I think it might be green I mean, something. That should be. That's what it should be. Um, but they actually a lot of these stores, um, GOG, Discord, and Steam, all do a thing now where they're giving away free games. Um, it just sometimes yeah. it varies on the frequency. Uh, the Epic Game Store is going to be giving them away every couple weeks, I think. So right now, Subnautica uh, is free on the Epic Game Store. And then I forget what the one they've already announced what the next one will be, but I don't recall what that one was. Um, but yeah, and, and GOG gives away games pretty frequently. So uh, if you are a PC gamer, you really should just have an account on all of them and make yeah. sure you get your free games. Cause I mean, uh, I mean, you, you're constantly going to be getting stuff to play. It's a fantastic deal. Uh, so yeah. Cody, is there anything else you want to talk about for that? Uh, yeah. I think it's really cool that Epic is doing this. Um, because when you think about like, they already own the Unreal Engine. Um, so like, I wonder if they'll also offer a discount for if you, I think actually there is a discount if you're using the Unreal Engine uh, on their they said store. something about well, 
Yeah, because like on Steam, okay, so I said about 30%. So it's it's 30% on Steam, but then there's an additional 10% fee that goes to Unreal Engine if you release your game on Steam. However, Epic Games uh. has said they're not giving you an additional fee. It's just a flat 12% whether you're using the Unreal Engine or not. So oh, that's okay. a really right. good deal if you were paying that 40% on Steam before. So Yeah. And, and I wonder this what is... this... Uh... This, I want to read Steam how Steam is going to react to this. How they're going to yeah try to counteract that. Well, and like the, so they've people you know like I would say the casual gamer who just plays games but doesn't follow games news or games industry news they might not know about these new options that are out there and they're just like hey I've always gotten my game on Steam. It's the same price. What? Why? All my friends are on Steam. Why am I going to change? You know, it it really doesn't affect the consumer. But if you are in the know and you're like, well, hey, I understand that if I buy this on the Epic Game Store or the Discord Store, that developer is going to get more of the money. So if you want to give more support to the developers, then you might choose to to buy them through these other platforms. So I don't know. We'll see. It'd be interesting to see how Steam responds. Uh, I think the Discord news is pretty cool. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure, because I know the Discord store is relatively new as well, and I'm not sure how they were doing before this. I wonder if they were doing well enough that they felt comfortable doing this, um, or if this is just a kind of, like, marketing ploy. Um, so I guess we'll have to wait and see how that does for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good time to be a game developer right now if you're putting stuff out on the PC, so that's really good. Yeah. So we want more games out there, so good on you, Epic and Discord. Yeah. All right. It's time to move into our feature for this episode. We're going to be talking about our most highly anticipated games of 2019. Cody, do you want to go through ours first and then uh, talk about the ones that we got uh, written in? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Um, so we just both randomly made lists of the games that we're most excited for. And then we're like, wait, how many do you have? Cody, he had six. I had six. Like what? We just perfect. We both just happened to have six. We didn't even plan that. So, uh, Cody, why don't you go first and tell me what your number six most highly anticipated game is there? Are yours in order? Uh, yes. Um, all right, let's do number six. What? what wouldn't you know it? It was something that we talked about earlier. Oh, <laughs> Devil May Cry Five. Um, <laughs> oh, that's why you said we were going to talk about it again. Yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm super excited for this. Uh, first off, soundtrack seems like it's going to be amazing. Some heavy heavy metal mixed with this like beautiful singing. Uh, Devil Trigger, fuck yeah! Uh, combat looks amazing, and I'm interested to see the story uh, because after watching a couple of YouTube videos last night, as I said earlier. It just seems like a really cool story, and I'm kind of sad I miss out on these games for now, so I'm looking forward to rectify that in 2019. So yeah, Devil May Cry 5 is my first one. Nice. Well, it's your number six. It's not your... Or my number six, yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, my number six is New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. So this is kind of a port from the New Super Mario Brothers that was on the Wii U. 
and it's got some extra stuff added into it. I never had the Wii U, so I didn't play this version, but I played just the new Super Mario Brothers on the original Wii, and it's it was one of my favorite games of all time, uh, just because we had so much fun with the multiplayer, getting everybody together on the screen like that. So, like, I it kind of is going to feel like a nostalgia thing for me. Like, I, I just want to have that game on my Switch and just always available in case I need it. Um... But, like, I feel like this could be, like, I'll get it and I'll be like, yeah, it was fun back then, but I, I'm kind of not <laughs> as into it now. Uh, so I'll, I'll kind of I'll have to wait and see. But, like, as of now, I'm I'm super excited for it because I like I said before, I'm not too into uh, side scrolling platformers. But for some reason, like the Super Mario Brothers games, the original ones that are like that, um, I just love them probably because they were like. Some of the first games that I ever played. Um, yeah. yeah. So so I'm stoked for that one. It's coming out in January. So, yeah. All Cody, right. number five. My number five is The Division 2. Um, I've kind of come to realize that I really enjoy these games that are the... Uh, what was the term for them? Games of service? Mm-hmm. Yeah, these like games that are just like you release the game and then there's constant updates for it to keep players coming back and back. Uh, and I think the what when Ubisoft announced at E3 that like this the first year of this DLC is gonna be free, I was definitely into it. Um, I feel like between Destiny and another game we'll talk about, I have my like space shooter figured out, but I would like a more boots on the ground uh, type of MMO FPS to play. And I think the division is gonna be that. Uh, I'm a little concerned for it because there's not a lot of info out on it right now. And I feel like we're, it's, it's only four months away. So yeah, I just would, I'm hoping pretty soon we'll be having some info on it. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to hopefully try to get into one of their alpha or beta tests. So yeah. Yeah. Fun fact. That one's not on my list. Um, I know we talked about that before, but I'm, I'm just, I'm, not super excited for that one right now um like I, I kind of had fun with the first division but only like if i was playing with other people so i feel like yeah. division two will be the same and like i don't know if you like it i'm sure we would, we would be playing it a lot but i'm just like i don't know if we would have like a full posse to play with you know it's like it'd be fun to have a bunch of people to play that one with but i don't yeah. i don't know if we will so I don't know. It's, it's kind of iffy for me. Yeah. Uh, one that's not iffy for me, my number five is Trials Rising. Now, you guys you guys know I love me some Trials games, so uh, I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. Um I don't I don't expect it to be too different from the other Trials games I've played, but it'll just be new levels and, and new medals to collect, and it'll just be a, a fun thing for me to do sometimes. So I'm looking forward to that. Cody, what's your number four? Uh, my number four is The Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I'm hoping it comes out in 2019. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love The Last of Us, uh, so I'm interested to see where the story goes in this one. Um, everything they've shown for this game uh, makes me seem like it's going to be like really brutal and mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to see where Ellie goes and Joel goes as characters. 
don't know. Like, I remember looking at this game being like, do we really need a part two for The Last of Us? And now I'm just kind of like, yeah, like, after Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm here for it. Like, make all the sequels <laughs> you want. I don't care. Um, well, technically, so yeah. Red Dead was a prequel, so it's, it's a little different. Yeah. Make so. all the twos you want. Yeah. But I'm down I'm for Ellie getting her whole, her whole f- full story of a game, not just like a little bit of the game. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that'll be cool. I'm I'm also excited for that one. But again, that one did not make my list. Um, <laughs> so uh, my number four is another one of those that maybe it's going to come out next year. I don't know, but I'm super excited for it. And I hope it does. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. So we saw this one uh, in, at E3 and just like it was a gorgeous looking game. It has the kind of sword play that I think I really like, similar to how it was in Hellblade. And it seems to have a pretty emotional story that's going to go with it. So I am just really excited for this one. I, I think I'm going to love it and I can't wait for that one. Um, if I'm being realistic, I don't, I don't, I don't know that I really think it's going to come out next year, but I hope it does. So. Okay. I, I think it will. Um, okay. I need to see more of this game before yeah. I give a verdict because I wasn't very sold on the three footage. Yeah. But yeah. That's fine. Uh, what's, what's your number three? My number three is the core Pokemon game releasing in late 2019. Um, after playing Let's Go on the Switch... I definitely want to see what the next Pokemon game is like. Uh, hopefully it'll be a little bit funner to play on the TV than Let's Go was. <laughs> um, I eventually just played it all in handheld. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I feel like we'll probably start getting direct soon in like early January about that game. Um, it doesn't It doesn't have a release date. It doesn't even have a name, right? It doesn't have a name. Uh, they said uh, fall 2019. So Okay. And there's, and there's usually always been a Pokemon all twin or twenty then the fall, um, you know. Okay. I mean. uh, but yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, interested to see what they do with it. There's any new mechanics and stuff, and uh, just excited for more Pokemon. Cool. I mean, it probably comes as no surprise that that one is not on my list either. So. Not surprised at all, to be honest with you. <laughs> um. Also, this might come as no surprise. But this is probably the least likely game to come out next year. But it's one that I'm so, so excited for. Uh, Titanfall 3. I feel like this is just wishful thinking. Like, there's just yeah, been, it's like, pretty, yeah, a rumor there. That's the, that there is going to be a Titanfall 3 at some point. So I assume it's going to be next year. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, I love this game so much. Uh, well, I love Titanfall 2 so much. I was saying, you've already played it, haven't you? Well, I just you've, I just know okay. already that I love Titanfall 3 so much. Um, it's just, I feel like Titanfall 2, um, the the people playing it have, you know, it's dropping off. It's been out for a couple mm-hmm. of years now, so it's not getting as many people. It's longer to, longer time to get into a match. And I'm just like, okay, man, these people are ready for for a three, so we can all get back into it and start having some fun again. And like, even though it's, I mean, hopefully it's going to have a campaign because the Titanfall two campaign was amazing. I loved it. It was it's pretty short, and that's fine. Um, hopefully they will have another one that's that's kind of like that. And then of course the multiplayer. And I, 
I, this is one of those games where I'm pretty flexible with multiplayer. Like, I'm really happy playing multiplayer games by myself if I don't have anyone to play with, usually. Although I just said I wanted people with Division 2, but that's just because I wasn't super into that game on its own. If I'm really into a game, I'm, I'm perfectly happy doing multiplayer by myself. And, like, Titanfall 2, like, I just constantly play that one by myself. So I know that I'll just have hours and hours of fun as soon as Titanfall 3 is released. So that's just, I can't wait for it. So, All right, Cody, number two. My number two is Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. If you listened to last week's show, you know I am hyped as fuck about this game. I am so excited. Like, I'm so glad I own a Switch, and I'm probably going to play this game until my eyes bleed. Uh, I love the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series. Uh, I'm probably going to play through one and two again before this comes out next year. And just uh, in my wildest dreams that I never think this game is coming. And I'm glad it is. And it's it's going to be a blast. Yeah. Um, I'll definitely be getting this game when it comes out. Um, and I'm, ex- yeah. I mean, you know, I'm excited for it. I think we'll have fun playing together. But again, it did not make my list. Um, <sighs> now... This is this was a tough one for me because my number two and my number one are really neck and neck. Um, and like kind of just depending on the day, uh, one gets the top slot over the other one. Um, but for right now, I'm going to say that in my number two, it's Resident Evil 2. You know, I, I love me some Resident Evil and I've tried to stay away from as much as I can about this. I've seen maybe two different trailers for it. Um, but like any of the gameplay, any of people like talking about it, who've been in demos and stuff, like I've just been staying away from it. And like, I never played the original Resident Evil 2. So like just going into this, like everything's going to be new and surprising for me. And I can't wait for that. I feel like this might be another one of those where like, I'll have to take the day off work the day that it comes out so that I can stay up at 11 p.m. and just play it (laughs) all night as soon as it comes out because it's just I don't know hopefully it's going to be great hopefully it's going to be better than my last experience with Resident Evil 2 which was on the Nintendo 64 and I was not able to play it because I was so bad at it but I have faith (laughs) that this one this one's going to do it for me so all right Um, Cody shockingly that's not on my list. Uh, I can't imagine why. But I'm also excited for it because I am enjoying my time with Resident Evil 7 and I enjoyed Resident Evil 5. So. Yeah. That's, yeah that, we just, I don't want to like let that fall under the radar here. Cody just said he's enjoying his time with Resident Evil 7. Guys, he's gone back and he's played more Resident Evil 7. And he's... He, yeah. I think I'm like two boss fights in at this point. Yeah. Doing pretty well, guys. Only like 20 more hours ago. <laughs> That's awesome. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say that our number ones are the same game. Uh, I mean, is your number one also Anthem? It is. For a second there, I thought you were going to say something really funny, but no. (laughs) Is your number one also Legend of Zelda? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, I mean, how else? That game, just everything they show for it, is amazing like i am so excited for it i earlier i mentioned how like i'm enjoying these like games that are going to be just 
there for me all year round so I can come in, do content, leave for a little bit, come back, and there's more content to do. Um, I think Anthem is going to be really good. Uh, everything they've shown has just been breathtaking. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I saw a trailer for some DLC skin stuff, and I was like, fuck, you sold me. Um, <laughs> because you included story for it, and it looks amazing. Uh, go check out that IGN Legion of Dawn trailer if you haven't for Anthem. It's amazing. Um, I think like this game is... A lot of people were, were concerned about it at first, but I feel like everything they've shown and like what the producers and designers have shown for it uh has really just like kind of taken some of that like oh no we need to be afraid for this away from people um because they do do like weekly uh live streams showing off different aspects of the game like this past week they did a live stream talking about the progression system and how it works and it seems like it's gonna be a lot of fun and i think one thing that anthem has going for it that uh puts it like kind of over destiny possibly for me is there's no PvP, so they are allowed to design a game without having to worry about bouncing it for PvP, and that could lead to some very cool and crazy shit. Like, I'm excited for it. Like, it's I'm excited. I'm a the demo that's taking place uh, late January, early February is uh, apparently going to be you're going to be able to play as any of the javelins. So I do want to hop in there and try that out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, this. This game seems like it's going to be amazing, and I'm really hoping it delivers. And it's definitely my number one game for next year. Like, I can't wait for February 22nd. Like, give it to me now, please. Bioware. Yeah. Um, so sometimes you, you do that thing where you have super high expectations for something, and then you get it, and you're like, eh, it's, you know, it was, it was my fault for expecting too much. But this game, I feel like, all of the expectations I have, I feel like they're going to be met and I feel like it's going to be as fantastic as we anticipate it will be. Um, I mean, I would go ahead and pre-predict that this is my game of the year for 2019. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's a bold statement, but I, I don't know. It's just... There's so... Uh, I mean, I think I'm there with you. I yeah. think... Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we should say, we are allowed to say at least this, uh, we played the Anthem Alpha. That's all we can say, uh, other than I'm sold. Um, that's all we can say. Uh, so yeah. But yeah. yeah, I would say it's not a far limb to say this will be my game of the year. Yeah. Um, it's, yep. it's looking really good. And, and it's another one of those where like I stay away from all of the streams and stuff. Like I'll, I'll watch any of the trailers that, that come up, um, like the, the big ones, like the one that was at the game awards and stuff. Um, but like, it's, it's again, like, I don't want to know too much about it. Uh, now that, well, the, the game awards trailer like showed something interesting for the story and like that's enough for me like I don't want to know any more of the story like I want it to be a surprise as I go through and play it um and just the idea of of what this game is the anthem is this force that changes things in the world and so this game is going to be changing you know as time goes by as you're playing it new things develop and it just gives them pretty massive creative freedom uh to to do things because of just the lore that they built into the game um so yeah it's i don't know guys it's gonna be great um i was all right i'll i'll say this too um so last year 
like before God of War came out, like I, I felt the exact same way. I was like, I know exactly what to expect from this game, and I know it's gonna be like, oh wait, is that a spoiler for a later episode? Never mind, never mind, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can just tell when it's like a really great game, and it's got all its ducks in a row, and it's it's gonna deliver on what it promises. And I feel like this one will. So yeah, those yeah. are those are our top six most anticipated games of 2019. So we put out the call on Twitter and our Discord to see what other people's um, most anticipated games are. And let's, let's start these off. So our, our good friend Byron in Discord, he said his top two most anticipated games are Resident Evil 2 and Anthem. Now, uh, that's like two gold stars for Byron. I knew I liked that boy for some reason. He's he's got such good <laughs> taste. I just uh, I can't even tell you. Cody, <laughs> uh, what good, else? Uh, good picks. Uh, our friend Megs had a top three. She actually had like a top seven, and I was like, <laughs> all right, that's uh, you know, uh, a lot of airtime. Uh, so her top three would be Kingdom Hearts three, the new core Pokemon title, and a possible 2019 game town designed by game freak um i'm also pretty excited for that game but i just didn't know like if it was confirmed for 2019 so i didn't put it but that that cody that was obviously didn't play into any of our lists because we had tons of stuff that is not confirmed for 2019 not not tons all right it's fine um and just you said it was from game freak just for the record that is the people who make pokemon no they make pokemon yeah, they may Pokemon. Yes. Yeah, so that's why that's cool. Um, let me also state for the record, even though, so Megs did list like a ton of games and you you told her to cut it down, but one of the ones that got cut was also Anthem. Okay, so she's oh, excited yeah. about Anthem too. All right. Um, Jess from Bitch Team Alpha, she said Psychonauts 2 and Phoenix Wright, who I think Phoenix Wright uh, is Ace Attorney. It's like a game where you were like yes. a lawyer doing stuff. Um and also, just let me state here, like, I, I'm not sure if Jess knows about Anthem. Like, I may have failed her as a friend because I haven't, like, told her about this game and that she may should have. be excited. But I feel like she'll be excited for that one, too, when she knows about it. So I'll, I'll rectify that pretty soon. So. <laughs> uh, and we have Rafe from XP Billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's excited for Zahira. Yes. Okay, just make sure. Don't want to yep. be incorrect. Uh, I think so. RPG Maker MV and Digimon Survive. Uh, I've neither heard of neither of those games, but I do love me some Digimon. So go you. Well, okay. I didn't. I'm, I don't know about Digimon. I don't care. But I looked up what this RPG Maker is, and apparently it is a game in quotes that that you can use to make RPG games for like PC, mobile, and stuff. Um, so like it gives you just different elements, and you can be a game designer so that seems really cool and it's definitely something that i would like to look into because uh i probably i i do this thing where like i start projects i'm like oh this will be cool and then i do it for like two days and then i'm like yeah i'm done um but (laughs) i mean i think it'd be fun so i can make a little rpg with aloy in it it'd be great so uh actually it probably wouldn't because like the most likely thing would be a cat like chasing birds or something and that hits too close to home so i wouldn't want to do that 
Um, okay, and then our last one is Bronwyn from the Ladies of Valhalla, and she is excited for that Diablo mobile game. She said it in all caps. She was so excited. So it's a lot of good games. She joins uh, one of 20 people. I'm kidding. Uh, this game seems kind of cool. Stop. Uh, I was kidding. I was kidding. I was kidding. <laughs> we love you, Bronwyn. Well, and also, we love Diablo and everything they're doing, and, you know, it's it's fine. There's going to be tons of people who who want to play Diablo Immortal, so good for them. Um, So, yeah, thank Uh, you. Thank you guys for writing in. (laughs) Yes, we both would like to thank you at the same time, apparently. (laughs) Um, All right. I I think that's going to do it. We've, We've talked about everything that we need to, I believe. So, once again... If you would like to write in with your opinions for things that you're excited for, uh, also, if you do this timely enough, you can write in for uh, what your favorite games of 20, 2018 were, so that when we have our Game of the Year episode at the end of the year, uh, we could include that. You can write to us at contact at geekartgames.com. We're on Twitter and Facebook at geekartgames. You can watch our videos at geekartgames.com YouTube. We've got our live streams at twitch.tv slash geekartgames, where we just had our onrush community night. You can still see the archive there. Uh, you can join our Discord at geekartgames.com slash discord. You can buy a shirt at geekartgames.com slash shirts. And if you would be so kind as to give us a review on iTunes or whatever podcast service you listen to, we would greatly appreciate that. I'm on Twitter at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. Cody? I am at comic book cody all right thanks again everybody cody take it away we're just two geeks who are excited for anthem a do 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 yeah <laughs>